Hello and welcome to Mom Save America. My name is Tina Graff. I'm Carrie Lucas. We are a podcast dedicated to mom templating all the things that spark controversy, create parenting challenges, and generally make me go, what the fuck? Today on the podcast, we're going to do our mom shares, our favorite TikToks, and, um, you know, mainly mom template about all the things that are going on in this world. So, Carrie, you want to start with any mom shares or you want to jump right in? No, jump in because I have stuff about what you want to talk about, but okay. I don't really have a mom share. I don't. I think that we might as well just get the Travis and Taylor thing out of the way. Yeah. Because we'll probably keep referring back to it. Mm-hmm. We cannot go anywhere in this world right now without the news surrounding us with Taylor and Travis. And I got to say, from my perspective, mm-hmm. as a 50 six almost year old woman i'm obsessed with them i am obsessed with okay them. so I think you're enjoying is, it as a couple i i don't think it's a pr stunt i think that, oh i don't think it's pr stunt no i think that he is the perfect match for her and she for him i hope you're right i just worry because uh, listen i love taylor but she has the men thing doesn't usually go great, right? And she's yeah. so busy. And if you're choosing a partner that's equally as busy, that's difficult. Yeah, that's true. I think it's great that she's finally chosen someone like in a different line of work, so to speak, than entertainment. Like, because that really wasn't working. Yes. And although he seems, I don't think he's like, yeah, I know he's, you know boisterous whatever but i don't think he's like as narcissistic as like an entertainment industry person no i listen i think he enjoys the publicity i don't mm-hmm. think i listen and i'm sure he has no he had no real understanding of how his life was about to change to yeah this I, right degree but i think listen he gives me the vibe that he can handle it he can handle the paparazzi and might enjoy it. And actually, just be fi- not yeah. like, just be fine with it. Yeah. And and you know what? If somebody gives him shit, he's big and tough enough to be like, "Back the fuck off, buddy." Plus, I feel like it's the first like manly man manly she's man. ever been with. Totally, you know, she can feel like a small girl. Yeah, next to him, right? And also, what I like about him is that, from a value standpoint, I think it aligns with. Her small town girl feel, you know, girl next door. Yes. He's he's one of the first people that knelt with Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. He stands for really solid, good values that I think she aligns herself with, too. Loves his mom, him and his brother. Right. They have a nice family. Yeah. Like, he's dedicated to that family unit. And he says, I mean, listen, I'm obsessed with their podcast now. Like, Mm -hmm. and I feel like he constantly is talking about, well, previous to this whole shenanigans now, but talking about how envious of his of his brother's relationship with his wife is and him uh jason and kylie yeah right that's her name yeah Mm -hmm. kylie kelsey which is crazy yeah he's always saying like oh i love your relationship and i think he wants to have kids and taylor said she wants to have kids i don't know i think it's gonna be a very different life than his brother and his wife yeah like they're a traditional right family in in like every sense of the way right that they will, that Travis and Taylor will never be. Could never have. No. Sorry, I agree with you in the sense of the timing could be difficult. The fact that she's going to start the world part right. of her tour. And, and he's going to have to be 
in training. I mean, the football season will be over, but I assume they train all year. Well, he could probably tr- travel with her from, depending on if they get into the, well, the Chiefs will get into the playoffs and who yeah. knows. I mean, he, he'll he be done in February no matter right, what. Right. And she'll kick off, she'll be traveling the globe. He could travel with her until... I don't know, May. Is she off now? Like, is that what's going on? She doesn't kick back into her, the rest of her U.S. tour. Because remember, she's she yeah. added dates, I think, until November. So she's got from now. Okay. Her whole deal now is to m- promote the movie. Okay. Which, I mean, yeah. is going to be epic. Yeah. Somebody said that they think that they really jumped into the relationship because he might be in the movie, like talk of him or something in the movie. But I don't know. The girls, my girls seem to think that it's just going to be like the Reputation movie where it's just the concert. Because how could it not be? The concert was so long to begin with. And I heard that it's, um, yes, it's every song from the set list still. So they haven't cut any of the songs. What they've cut out to make it movie length is like the talking and banter in the middle. So I think it literally and, and is the just the concert. Yeah, and right, cutting down on that, right, time in between. Yeah, I'm sure it's just the concert. They could easily make it work because she he can fly to wherever she is. I hope so. I hope so. We'll see. I don't know. This past weekend, again, she broke the NFL internet. The NFL is... Just loving life right now because Sunday night's game, we're recording this on Tuesday, Sunday night's game of the Chiefs had an increase in viewership of 27 million or something. so fucking insane. Just because Taylor's at the game. Right. Just because the viewership of female viewership is up and it was like rivaling next to the Super Bowl, basically. And also, like what I think is so hilarious is like the box. Yeah. Now it's film filled with Ryan Reynolds and Hugh well, Jackman. Like, what's going on there? Well, like, this weekend, right, they're in MetLife. So they're in New York, and it's all her. She probably was, like, getting all her besties to come, come to, to the, the game. But it's easier when you're in New York instead of, like, Kansas City. Right. Everybody's... And I guess Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds and that other guy Ryan Reynolds is with, they're doing Deadpool for whatever the number Deadpool is. So they're That's all That's why they're all together. And I okay. think that uh, Blake Lively and Taylor Swift are going to be doing cameos in the movie okay. as well. So there's a whole... Okay. Listen, these people are busy. Yeah. Not like me. They are, I was we like just went for a bike ride. <laughs> exhausted the other day. And I'm like, these people are... I mean, yeah, project busy. after project. Yeah. It's a nice life. I am so here for this relationship. I shouldn't be. And here's the thing. It's like uh, somebody else on TikTok said, like, as a grown adult person invested in it, it's like, you know, the cheerleader and the captain of the football team. And they're just such a pretty couple together. I've been, um, I follow Rosie O'Donnell on TikTok. Yeah. And she's obsessed with it as well. And she's like, come on, NBC, you're not panning up to Taylor enough. He, Travis caught the ball. Like, let's <laughs> let's see what's going on up there. And the other person I love is Valerie Bertinelli. She was like, can we just all stop the hate? We're watching a beautiful love story yeah, yes. play out. It's like your ideal love, love story. story. Let's pray it doesn't fall and, to bits. And the fact that she's been his celebrity crush forever like, that's what's, like, so... What I love about him is he's not afraid to put his feelings out there. Yeah. Like, yeah, I liked her. I wanted to shoot my shot with her, and I did, and... 
This is the only worrisome thing. Oh, what? On the Kelsey podcast, um, Kylie was asked something like, would, which friend would you fix Travis up with? Wait, okay. This before her and Taylor okay. were together. And they Kylie, said... Kylie, they asked... They asked Kylie, okay. like, what friend would yeah. you see, you know, yeah. Travis... Dating. And she was like, I would never do that to my friends. And she was oh. like, being, yes. you know, funny and all that. But, like, she was like, yeah, it's just a hard no for me. Well, it's he's a, no. a playboy, probably. Right, right. They so that's can all only, like, worrisome Oh, thing. that's all right. The other TikTok I loved was when somebody was just like, it's nice that Taylor Swift is visiting her stadiums while they turn into Mojo Dojo Casa yes. houses for the football season. Right. <laughs> it's so true. Like, her alone fills this entire stadium. You need two sets of teams full of grown men, men. to fill. Yes. And you basically don't always fill these right. stadiums. Right. The, t- the writer strike is off. So now, date li- date light. Nighttime yes. TV is on. And um, who was it? I forget which one of the comedians was saying, like, now you can't even afford to pay a ticket. Now tickets are expensive to watch Taylor watch something. Yes. <laughs> right. The football game tickets now skyrocketed. Skyrocketed just to watch Taylor watching yeah. something. It's amazing. She's seriously amazing. What was the other? And listen, if it doesn't work out, like they've said, his shirt sales, all that have like skyrocketed. Well, I mean. I know that they were joking when the, all the females on TikTok are saying to their husbands, isn't it nice that Travis or that Taylor put Travis on the map? Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, He's, yeah. Granted, he is an amazing tight end and whatever. Famous in his circle. It is not the same. Yeah, right. No, it, Taylor it, Swift. But, but last year he was like, like every year I feel like there's like the football heartthrob. Right. And he was last year. No, last football heartthrob. Wasn't it um, the two quarterbacks from like the cute kids, the little kids? Cincinnati Bengals? Is that yes. what you're talking about? Joe Burrow? I think that was the year before. Was it? Last okay. year it was all about Travis. Okay. And right, and the brothers playing in the Super Bowl yeah. and everything. Yeah. Listen, I'm a huge fan of Jason. I think he, yes. he's the silent winner in all of this because mm-hmm. he, like, is going to retire. He needs to figure it out. Now he's got a number one podcast. Mm-hmm. He could just retire doing that. I, I know we were talking, if you have not seen the podcast about Jason Kelsey, you have to watch it because Tina and I... The were, documentary. The documentary. Consumed with his house. Yes. Like, consumed. Like, it's a very average ranch-style home. It's an absolute disaster In the outskirts of Philly, probably. I mean, it was so... um, Unassuming. Just reassuring about life. Like, yeah, we're we're okay. You know what I mean? Like, here's this multimillionaire, really, living in a modest home with clearly not a housekeeper or nanny in sight. Right. Like, yeah. It's so funny that you're saying that because after finishing it... I looked around and I was like, I'm not vacuuming right now. Yeah. I'm going upstairs. Yeah. I don't it's care. fine. It's fine. It's, and I mean, they had a film crew in and could have cared less. It was so refreshing. Mm-hmm. I thought, I found, like, usually I get like, you know, a tick in myself when I'm like, oh my God, I got to go in there and clean up. Yes. Yeah. I, I've got such OCD around certain things. But I'm like, there was such a reassuring aspect of that. I was like, wow, I just need to Yeah, and they were perfectly happy and fine about it. So happy. The other part of the um, documentary that I, like, rewound and went back to was when she was packing the suitcase. Yes. Just, 
No care at all. Shoving shit in. Crocs. Yep. Throwing it in. Not folding anything. Nothing. No. Just no. Just here we go. We're leaving. <laughs> the best is when they're they, the Kelsey and the two girls. She's nine months pregnant, mm-hmm. getting ready for the Super Bowl. Yep. She's you know corralling the two kids. Yep. Trying to get them ready. She's just like, well, that was a shit show. Yeah. And like just tries to walk out the door. Yeah. It's it's amazing and too like obviously she did not grow um, neither of them to be fair right grew up with any money right and they talk about buying the super bowl tickets right and the tickets are five thousand dollars right and she's like i mean are you all right with buying a three-year-old who doesn't even want to go to the game a five thousand like she couldn't even wrap yes. her brain around that. And I I appreciate that. Yeah, she, and the, the little girl is walking around with her little baby doll in her stroller, and she's like, "Baby's gonna go yeah. to the Super Bowl." Yeah, we're gonna need a five thousand dollar <laughs> ticket for baby too. <laughs> she's like, "I go to the Super Bowl." Yeah, and the little kids are so freaking funny. She's like, "Uncle Travi won, Dad." Yeah, you didn't. You, you, you didn't, didn't win. You didn't win. Uncle Travi won. So sad. I know. And he's like, "It's okay. We can be happy for yeah. Uncle Travi." The kids are. Such stars of the show. I love I love it. It's a great documentary. Yeah, and it's very emotional. And that's the other thing em- Emmy was saying. She's like, you know what I love? I love that I get, I- I'm watching these grown men get emotional. And mm-hmm. They're tearing up and they're crying over, like, their mom and yeah. what she did. And, yeah. e- and their relationship with each other. Yeah. And she's like, you just don't see that enough. And I said, you know, Men who are actual men do do that. Yeah. I mean, when once you've reached a level of security... Or just... You can be vulnerable. And you're, you're secure in yourself, in your manliness. You right. don't have to be, you know... Right. Pretending to be something else. Douchey. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, they're amazing brothers. I love them. And I, I love that they pick pick on each other so fun, so much. And the other TikTok I love is when they're saying that Kylie, Jason's wife, is queen of the north. Mm-hmm. You know, she, they, they've got a lot... They got a lot of social media blasting around them. Well, I mean, listen, there's going to be probably a lot more. But, oh, did you hear, um, Emmy was trying to talk about this at dinner the other night, that, what's his name? Who uh, The other, who owns Barstool? Oh, Dave Portnoy. Okay, so Dave Portnoy, obviously, Dave Portnoy loves Taylor. He always very upset about this relationship. He, he and his point is he doesn't think, he doesn't look at Taylor as a sexual being, is what he was saying. Did you hear him talk about no, this? No, but I understand that. I do and I don't. Like, I feel for her if that's the kind of energy she her she portrays. Because I think in a way, especially after watching the Eras tour, tour like, she's got a lot of sensuality to yeah. her. And, yeah, I get that Travis might be kind of a... Sexual predator. Yeah. <laughs> or not. No, I don't think he's a predator, but I think he could be like a bit of a dirty dude, you know? Like, yeah. I bet you she's there. I bet you she's secretly there for it. I hope so. But I do understand what Dave Portnoy says. Like, she's like. What does he want for her then? I feel like when you're watching Taylor, like at the concert, and I know we obsessively talk about her, but like. She's a girl's girl, right? She's there for, and it's almost like when she has on the sexy outfit or something. It's not that it's not sexy. Do you know what I yes. mean? Like it's not yes. like There's to please something. the men in the audience, which it's is great. All about being a girl's girl, and I I totally understand what he's trying to say. Yeah, I understand it too. But I but think- I think she feels that way too. Like 
in an upsetting sort of way. Like, yeah, people aren't, view- not that she wants to be viewed as this like sexual being, but yeah, she doesn't want to be the giant girl type thing. She wants to be the cute, sexy girl and sometimes. And she wants to be who she is. Right. And she wants the world to accept that. And if she's a powerful business person, she wants them to accept that too. Like she's yeah. the man in yeah. that scenario, but she's also the girl in right. that scenario. It's like, you can be everything. Yes. That's the point I think she's trying to make. And it's interesting. And I feel like everybody takes a piece of what they feel they like about her. And that's what they hold on to. Mm-hmm. And Dave Portnoy wants her to be the girl next door. Yeah. Non-sexual being. Right. Like, like Travis is going to defile her. Yes. In some sort of and way. He yeah. does, he's yeah. more like looking at her like a parent would mm-hmm. look at their little girl. I, get, and, I totally get that. And I see that too. But in a way, I'm like, she's a 33-year-old woman. Yeah, who's right. Like, she's, a, she's an adult. Yeah, she's right. an she's adult. more than an adult. Yeah. Which I find hard to sometimes wrap my brain around too. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, she's going out there mm-hmm. and they're living it up. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm all, I'm here for it. I, I wish them everything. Well, along sure. those same lines of him being this like uber masculine person. And we wanted to talk about the Roman Empire thing. Yes. Like, I'm like, I wonder how many times Travis thinks about the Roman Empire a day. I don't think he thinks about it at all because he's made it. I think the people... So let's transition into mm-hmm. this whole Roman Empire exchange on social media where mm-hmm. pe- women are asking their significant others how often do they think of the Roman Empire. So if you haven't heard about this, people are going around saying to their guy friends or guys, hey, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? And some of them are like... Mm, two, Every day. Two, two or three times a week. Yeah. And we're like... What? what the no, it's hilarious. Like, yes. why? What is? Why would you yes. think about the Roman? And what about the Roman freaking mm-hmm. empire in your everyday life? Are you thinking about? And they have all kinds of reasons for it. And it's it's no, I don't think Travis Kelsey thinks about the Roman Empire at all because one of the theories that well, I well, he's part of the Roman Empire. Literally, the well, football is the gladiators. Yes. There, I mean, but he's on top of the gladiator yeah. food chain, right? So he doesn't have to. Although maybe it'd be interesting if he if he did answer that question mm-hmm. at some point. What his answer would be. But someone said that the reason why men think about the Roman Empire is that the Roman Empire had conquered so much in their heyday and men are always on this feeling and need to conquer and mm-hmm. they want to control things and conquer things. So in their minds they always connect conquering or being the hero or being in charge to the Roman Empire, which I have never heard before. Like, it's, it cannot be possible. It's so bizarre. But I love, so that so on this flip side of that, mm-hmm. there's been these questions of what what's the Roman Empire to women? Like, right. what's the comparable? So what are women thinking about on a daily basis or two, three times a day? And what do you have? And this list came up. Okay. Roman Empire trend for women. I gotta tell you, it literally made me laugh out loud because I'm like, yeah, I true? think about all these things all the all time. Right, I hit me. Okay. Helen Keller. You think about Helen Keller? Almost every day at work, I think about Helen Keller. Literally. <laughs> every day. Anne Frank. Yes. Constantly thinking about yes. Anne Frank. Anne Frank is in my head. Princess Diana. Poor, I mean, of course. yeah. Literally once, once, at least once a week, Princess Diana, yes. I'm thinking about. The Egyptian pyramids can't tell you how many times I've thought, how is that even possible that those were built? Like, the uh, literally, this it's as if I could have written this list. So why, okay, go ahead, keep going. Now, you're not going to know this reference, but Jack, Shane, and Sophie, Sophia Ritchie's iconic friendship, 
So Jack Shane okay. is a TikToker. Okay. His um, name originally on TikTok was Octopus Lover because he oh, loves... Oh, yeah, no, I know him. Okay. I do. I mean, when I found out he went to... Sophie, he was in Sophia Richie's wedding. Really? I, now I th- I'm consumed by them, and I think about them all the time. How did they meet? How did they get together? How, how often are they hanging out? Like, it just seems like a very weird thing. He was their flower girl or something in their wedding. Okay? Savannah Bananas. Those are the bana- pe- the baseball people who sing songs. That's a no for me. Don't know them. Um, toxic Shock Syndrome. Yes, of course. Yep. The Titanic. Yeah. The World Ending. Okay. Eight Passengers. That's another TikTok family who they've ju- the mother's just been sent to prison for being abusive. I'm constantly consumed with them, thinking about them all the time. Getting Kidnapped. Oh, my God. The girls. I- this whole thing with this 10-year-old in New York. Oh, horrifying. Grace, it, it, luckily they found her. Thank but God. last night at dinner, and it comes on the news, Grace is like, I think about that all the time. Yeah. I go, you're not getting kidnapped. But literally, Tina, if this is not correct, the Idaho murders, yes. so the girls that were murdered at yes. college. Yes. Mermaids, and are they real? <laughs> and quarantine. I mean, if this isn't a perfect list of what goes on in my brain on a daily basis, I saw somebody do a TikTok that said, isn't it funny that men are afraid to go to prison for the same reason women are afraid to just walk down the street? Yes, literally. Wouldn't you have some sort of awareness like, hello? And it's so true, like, as far as like Roman Empire versus not, like, it's so true that like when men are walking down the street, they are never even considering my surroundings, no. who's behind me, all, taking all of that into consideration all the time. Every Unless time you're a we're gay out man, somewhere, maybe. I don't think so. Not even gay men. You no, think? I, I don't know. Well, I don't know about that. But if you you can compile that list, but then for men, it's just one thing. Just one thing, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it can't be just one thing. And I asked my husband. He was just like, I never think about the no, Roman Empire. No, mine neither. He was like, he was like, maybe know, once, maybe a, once year, a year, like yeah. when I think about you know history or something. Right. So that's why I was kind of like, I, I forgot to ask Henry. Did we ask? I can't remember if we asked Henry or not about that, but. Because sometimes I'm like, this is set up. They're not, you know, really answering the question. Like, it can't be true, but... I, I thought it was hilarious. But I feel like it was not set up. Like, there were several times when the person asked the question was like, oh my God, really? Like, yeah. Shocked yeah. by their answer. Right, yeah. right. Did you hear about the latest with Howard Stern and Donald Trump? Um, I heard that Donald um, sort of came out, like, attacking him. Yes. Yeah. Saying he was, like, a loser and all that. Yeah. And this is what I want to say, because I, I really don't want to talk politics because it just upsets me, uh, even though that's why we ended up starting this podcast. I just, I can't. Howard Stern, who I never really listened to on a regular basis, but now I am, I have so much respect for this mm-hmm. person. So apparently Donald Trump came out against Howard because he, uh, Howard said he was woke. Howard went on, was talking about, he's like, you know what, if I, if I'm, if being what I am right now for the vaccine, right. not believing that uh, an idiot won the le- election, right. all of these yeah, for things. gay transgender rights. Yeah, if I yeah. if if that's what being woke means, yes, yes then I am woke. I'm woke. Right. I am mm-hmm. not sleeping anymore. Mm-hmm. I am awake in this life and fully engaged in the world. Mm-hmm. And I guess Donald Trump went off on him, which he always does. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Howard wasn't having it. And yeah. I feel like it's so. 
for me, it's so good to hear because his audience is comprised of, I'm sure, a lot of Trump supporting yeah, people. Sort of. I feel like they've gone away a lot. but They've abandoned him? Mm, maybe. But no, I hear what you're saying. Uh, what I find funny is that how that Donald definitely um, immediately took it as an insult. Yes. To him. Well, because according to um, Robin, uh, during... Uh, during Howard's rant about being woke, he says if if believing that the election wasn't stolen okay. was woke. So that's Oh my dr- god, he's so tender. He's so it's it's so pathetic. It's pathetic. What's more pathetic is that he's still the front runner of the Republican Party. I don't understand don't, that. Can't can't understand it. Can't understand it at all. Listen, that's almost part of a news media thing. Like that just can't possibly be true and that also is why I don't believe in, like, the polls and everything. Like, yeah. you're telling me I don't when either. everybody goes to vote, that's who they're actually voting for? I don't buy it. Me neither. Me neither. But, listen. I mean, it's so bad. It's We're going to know in, when, the, when the first, like, primary, when the first primary starts. Like, when Iowa happens and when New Hampshire happens, when those things happen, we'll know. I mean, if people are voting for him. I mean, they were talking on the news year. the other day that they might just, like, cancel the rest of the debates. There's just no point at this point. I'm like, this is absurd. What do you mean there's no point? So you're just automatically electing him as your front runner? And, and all of these people that are, are debating right now, even though we weren't going to talk about this, are just going to be like, well, okay, we're giving up. We're just going to vote. We're going to be behind Donald Trump again? Literally. I don't understand it. Did you see um, Ron DeSantis on Bill Maher? No. Oh, my God. It was so great. Oh, I have to watch that. I despise Ron DeSantis, but it was actually the most normally human-y time I've ever seen him be. Like, okay. well, you have to have your shit together if you're going to talk to Bill. Well, and Bill, like, called him out. Like, Bill was like, you know, why are you doing this? Like, yeah. y- you have no shot here, and now you're ruining your chances for 2028, whatever, the next election, the whatever. And then Bill Maher goes, I mean, let's be honest, if you were, if your campaign was doing well, you would not be here today. Like, you would not be on my show. So things are going bad for you. And it was kind of like a very human moment. What Instead is- of that, like, uptight, like, Ron DeSantis just kind of, like, laughed. Like, he kind of realized, you know. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah earlier talking about Travis and Taylor like the Republicans are so up in arms with them because Taylor you know they're panicked because Taylor asked her followers to register to vote yeah and she got I mean the whole system went down (laughs) because everybody's like yeah sure Taylor says it we're doing it right and they're mad at Travis because he says go get the COVID vaccine and I these are these are human things that everybody should be doing. And the, she's not telling you who to vote for. Exactly. She's, not she's saying, telling you to register to vote. She's not saying go register as a Democrat. No, nope. she's just, just saying, saying vote. Right. And he, the thing that it's interesting is finally Sean Hannity comes out and was like, we're picking the wrong fight, people. Yeah. Like, because I can't, the whole Fox, Fox News is now again, you're going to be against the Travis and Taylor show. And... It's just such a waste of time. And these if, are not real issues in any of these they're people's not, lives. And, and if obviously, because they want to raise the voting age to 25, you obviously realize your strategies and your plans for governing our nation do not help people. Right. They help a certain amount of people, mm-hmm. and they do not help kids, schools, mm-hmm. health care. They, mm-hmm. they don't. And finally, people are waking up to that. 
And especially the young people are like, wait, no, we can't go to fucking college because... I hope so. I hope they stay inspired. I hope they remember all of these things. You know what? Somebody said something to me that I thought was so interesting, like this whole Make America Great Again. You know what was great about it back then? College was free. Guess what? Back when you... Back when... Before Reagan was elected, college, state college was free. Reagan's the one who took that away from everybody. Because because there were protests on the campuses at UCLA and all the state colleges in California against the Vietnam War. And so the Republicans were like, we cannot have places where people go to, to, protest. to protest. And we're going to make it hard for people to go to college. And they changed free, col- free college tuition. This. Yes. Fucking Reagan did that. So my point is, is I mean, that just so so many things are so upsetting to me right now at this stage of my life. Like I know, me too, and that's why it's I'm having migraines all of a sudden and yeah. throwing up in the high school parking lot. Literally, it's I literally too much. threw up in the high school parking lot. I want to go back to days of not really knowing everything I, that's going on. Right, I don't. Somebody said they had, they have a news cleanse. I don't watch the news that much anymore, but I do get news on. Social media. Yeah, but that's not the solution to me. No, I know. Because then, okay, then what? We wake up and we're in Handmaid Tale because we didn't watch the fucking news? Like, that's the thing. That's not the solution for me to shut the news off. Freaking Courtney Kardashian the other day was spouting off about how, well, I just don't watch television. I don't watch the news. I don't. That doesn't make you a valuable part of society. Okay, well, we're doing this podcast. What else can we do? No, I'm not yelling at you. I'm saying, like,. Yes. Just saying, oh, I'm I'm gonna turn it off. That's not fixing the problem. No, but you have to you have to realize that the mainstream media is part of the problem. Very so true. You have to like look at it as listen, we 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 just have to go back to simple premises of what we need to do for each other, which which we've talked about on this podcast a hundred times. Like you have to be good to your neighbor. The the billionaires in this country, it should not be allowed. We have too many monopolies yeah. going on. The union people are it's it's the truth. Like Ford Motor Company, the motor companies. Yes, I, it just you yeah. cannot have four hundred percent profit for the yeah the CEOs and not for and your, not right. You just can't and I, you and not keep up with inflation or anything I else. Under- people can't survive. No, people, and, and people I, aren't going to work for free. And thank God they have the union because it's that's their only method of trying to make something different for themselves. I, and too, listen, I mean. I say it all the time when, when we go places or whatever. I'm like, where is everybody? Like, why is everybody short-staffed? Why is nobody working? It's not worth it. Right. You can't make you a can't living. You can't get ahead. You can't. It's What's the point? Might as well grow a fucking garden in your backyard. Yeah, and just be self, self, uh, self-sustaining. Yeah. That's not going to work for me, though. Wait. I can't garden. So <laughs> it's not an option. No, I can't garden either. We'll be mm, starving. starving. I know. We'll just have to pair up with somebody else. You yeah, know, in yeah. The, in the apocalypse that's mm-hmm. coming, we'll just we'll offer other services. I'm not sure what, but we- that's the thing. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to be down a rabbit hole here. What's the show we just watched? Um, that's the video game that was on HBO with the oh, zombies. Yeah, yeah, The Last of Us. The Last of Us. I mean, are we in The Last of Us? Like, I'm like, what? Like, is COVID well, The Last of Us? Are we all now going to morph into some sort of zombie apocalypse at some point? No, and but I do think democracy as a, like, we, we are. Away. here. Here's the thing. We are the Roman Empire right now. The United States, yeah. we're crumbling under ourselves because we are not taking, because we are factioned into tribalism and we do not 
appreciate our democracy anymore. We're not the democracy is not working for people any longer. Right. And we do not like before in the turn of the century when they had to break up the monopolies for the oil and peace and then even with the telephone companies back in the day they broke up those monopolies. You have to have a government that's working for the actual people and listen, we talked about the fact that there's a silent depression going on. The with inflation, people making an honest wage cannot pay their bills and it's you have to go jump off a cliff no i can't i mean i just can't listen there'll be some sort of revolution and who knows some or we'll just go somewhere else i mean or we'll just i mean listen it'll it'll turn into something but i know it's too depressing but we we are in the roman empire i think at the at this time and we're seeing it like and here's the thing i don't know what the fuck's gonna happen but biden looks decrepit i mean it just I know he's doing but a fine job. he is doing a good job. He's doing a good job, but he, how is he going to I mean, I think that's my opinion. I realize not everybody thinks that. I just don't know. He's doing the best he can right now. I right. feel like he's doing, he's making improvements. Mm-hmm. And I think that if allowed to, if, if the Democrats were really allowed to continue instead of this flip-flop back and forth every four years where, or eight years where we... You know, the, the Democrats get us out of debt and then the Republicans put us back in right, debt and then right. the Democrats get we just can't sustain that. If Biden has a second term, things could turn around. So but I don't I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. All right. Listen, I want to end with this last thing because okay, that's okay. depressing. depressing. Um, I read this article by this person called Nicola Jane Holden and I thought that the article was brilliant. I'm just going to read you one passage from it Mm -hmm. because, I don't know, it just symbolizes women to me. And it starts off with, I never knew a relaxed woman. A successful woman, yes. Productive women, plenty. Anxious and afraid and apologetic women, heaps of them. But relaxed women... At ease women, women who aren't afraid to take up space in the world, women who prioritize rest, pleasure, and play, women who give themselves unconditional permission to relax without guilt, without apologies, without feeling like they need to earn it. I'm not sure I've ever met a woman like that, but I hope, but I sure hope to become one at some point. I I saw that yesterday, and the same thing, it, it like struck me, like yeah, as I wandering around the house looking for something to do or thinking that I need to be doing something with anxiety and everything else. Yes. I don't let myself sit down to crochet, mm-hmm. to fucking crochet my little stupid hats mm-hmm. until I have exhausted all the things Other options. in the house that need to be done or mm-hmm. projects or whatever. It's bizarre. What mm-hmm. is wrong with us? And too, I, I need find... to give myself permission to do it. Of course. And, well, listen, that's the thing with Jason and Kylie. It's okay if there's something sitting on the countertop and everything isn't Nobody cleaned. Nobody cares. Right. Nobody cares. But it is a weird feeling to be... Do you think be... this next generation of girls are in more of a, yeah, I want to be relaxed. I want. I don't want to stress out all the time. Like, uh, well, I'll, I'll speak for my kids. They do plenty of fucking relaxing. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yes, they're hard workers and everything else, but yeah. TV time is not a time where they feel guilty at all. Yes. Napping is a completely acceptable form of relaxation for them. I don't, I mean, like, even on vacation, I don't relax. No. No. Kidding me? No. I'm I'm doing laundry somewhere. I'm like, right. Uh, the laundry on vacation with Tina is one <laughs> of the greatest things. And she has such joy about it. Like, 
Oh, I mean, we were at the fucking Grand Floridian. And she's walking around. She's, I'm going to go do a load of laundry. And then, like, it's so funny. Yeah, that, that's a problem. I get it. Obviously, this woman was talking to me directly. But I do feel like, in general, women typically feel like they need to give themselves permission to relax, enjoy themselves, be, and that's what Taylor is kind of doing right now. She's like, you know what? Yeah, I've earned this. I'm going to have fun. I just want to have freaking fun. Yeah. And yeah. I like football. I've always liked football. My dad mm-hmm. and I loved football. And yes, my boyfriend's now at the football game, but I'm going to go yep. and party with my friends. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you're right. She is doing that. She is. And that's, but I bet she is in at the same time. Like you said, she's doing Deadpool well, and she, everything else. She's, I mean, listen, she is a master manipulator, but I think along with that, in those moments of her raising her glass and and hanging out with Blake Lively, she's, she does it all at the same mm-hmm. time. Like, I don't know. Listen, who knows what Taylor's doing? But in general, women need to give, where men never need to give themselves permission. I feel like that is a very unified feeling of like everybody can relate to like sitting down on the couch and then just being anxious that yes. you're sitting down on the couch and unless i am this year for me for some reason i've been sick a lot this year which listen it bothers me to no end because i consider mm-hmm. sickness weakness and then I, get, <laughs> I get freaked out about it but i've had like well that's weird... another problem that's probably why you're sick because right. you won't relax no but i've had and, and it's all stomach related mm-hmm. or like head related mm-hmm. i haven't i have not had the flu or like cold i have just been either vomiting mm-hmm. out of control or migraine so and even then i am like on the couch huddled up under a cover and i'm like I, I'm losing the day. I, I'm right. losing yeah, as the you're day. sick, I'm feeling guilty about the it. Day. Yeah, it's know. a bizarre feeling. It's a bizarre feeling. But women, this is your your my mantra: just be a relaxed woman, even if you feel be and a relaxed too, woman. When you meet somebody that is relaxed, well, I think you're relaxed. Oh, that's nice of you to say. Because if I, you could I, be inside my body. You, you know why I feel like differently. you're relaxed. Because I feel relaxed when I'm more with... I feel... Because you... I know you have shit together if something goes south. So I can relax oh, okay. myself. Yeah, I hear what saying? you're saying. That's not really relaxed. You you have confidence that I, I'm going to be like pulled together Yes. With yes. And that doesn't... That's not fair to you because now I've put my shit on to No, you. that's not true at all. I, I could reciprocate that right back. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, all right, well... We'll be okay. But I do feel like in times of like stress or you are definitely all right. We got this. We, you're you're more of a relaxed person in a time of crisis. I think in general, maybe you don't feel relaxed about life. Well, I, what's interesting that you're saying that is, I was telling you a story the other day about um, my daughter called me from college crying, and everything's fine. She had a she had a she fall. She had an accident. <laughs> But it was so funny that, like, when I picked up the phone and heard her crying, it almost made me relax. Because yes. I was like, this is where we're supposed to be. Right. Like, I was like, <laughs> oh, we're supposed to be in crisis mode. Like, right. I was uncomfortable. With goodness. The, in the, yes. In the other space. And as soon as I heard her, I was like, okay, we can handle this. Yep. We're going to be packing bags. We're going to be going home. This is fine. Like, just you were uncomfortable in the absence of crisis hate it you really should go to therapy <laughs> i know i know so should i, I it's know. not that i'm uncomfortable it's that i'm just waiting waiting waiting, waiting. because but you're not relaxed because you can't just sit in the space in, that the, in, in the space of happiness yeah yeah and this is the thing that i want to tell everybody out there like 
if you're in a good place, be like, I deserve this. Yes. Because when you fight against that current, it's you're going nowhere anyway. So if you fight that feeling of of Well, there's nothing comfort, you can do. There's, you there's nothing you can do either yeah, way, right. good or bad. Right. So fighting the current is never a good mm-hmm. thing. Slip into the river and see where it takes you. That's I thing. follow this um, Indian guy on TikTok. Mm. He's like a, you know, yeah, spiritual legit guru. spiritual guru Indian. And he's like, there's nothing, nothing is real. Have I already said this to no, you? No, but I think I watched him too. He said, there's nothing is real in life. Like yesterday is not real anymore. Yes. That's gone. Tomorrow, whatever like calamity you've made up in your head or whatever, that's not reality. No. That's it may happen, yeah. but it's the only thing that's real is this actual Moment. second yeah. that you're sitting in, and just sit in that. Right, and that's really hard. No, to do. of course it's hard to do, and I think this article, this quote basically says that for women it's the hardest thing Mm -hmm. to do because we are in a constant mental like i talked about on the last podcast we're in a constant mental load of protecting serving doing managing taking care of everything Mm -hmm. like the barbie movie said Mm -hmm. we are never enough never too much it's like Mm -hmm. we're always wondering how we fit and how Mm -hmm. we do and what we and i'm sure men have their own stress of course because they're yes you know a lot of them feel like they need to provide and Mm -hmm. what happens to my family and Yes, I, I'm not saying that this is a uniquely women-related thing, but for most part, we can see men turn it off easier if they come home from the mm-hmm. work at the end of the day. They don't feel necessarily the need to do seven thousand things. Right. But. Right. Well, what I was going to say before I went off on a tangent was when you meet like a peaceful oh, yeah. woman, you're so at peace mm-hmm. yourself, and you're so like drawn to them. Yes. Even in their weirdness, most of the time, because I feel sometimes the peaceful people are odd. It's, yes, it's uncomfortable. It's strange, but you're uh, drawn to people like yes. that. Yes, right. You're used to people being like, if you ask them how they are, they're like, oh, well, they're like, I got this going yeah. on and that going on. Mm-hmm. And, you could like they throw their life story up at you, and you're like, oh, okay. See, you I later. heard the funniest <laughs> thing the other day. Somebody said, somebody asked somebody how they were. Yes. And they proceeded to tell them. Exactly. And then when they walked away, they were like, I was not expecting that. I was just expecting fine. Thank you. Like, it's like we have these sort of interchanges with each other. Social niceties. Yes. Whereas when something else happens, you're like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, be careful what you ask for. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week. We will be back. We appreciate it. See you, Will T. Hi, Will T.